Hello, Probers. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to... But, but it was aliens. Revenge. <sighs> the extraterrestrial comedy podcast that investigates the shenanigans of the greys, reptilians, Nordics, and more to bring you the truth as we see it. We bring the facts and decide at the end whether or not it is truly alien, misconception, confusion, or complete bullshit. Usually the latter. Every week we take it in turns to present a case, and this week your host is myself, Moonwalker, and I'm joined in part by Kevin, and the other part is his glorious grey beard. I'm thinking about dying it. What? Grey? Mm, yes. I was going to say a luminous green. Still be grey. Can't get rid of those greys. They're here forever. They're here to stay. Forever. <laughs> Pardon me. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> that was like half a cough, half a burp. <laughs> half a oh, demonic growl. It was a curse. Something just left your body. It was a car. Demon. <laughs> <laughs> this week's probe takes us to Texas, where apparently everything's bigger. The year is 1994. And we're in Killeen, Bell County. It's October. Being Texas, it's probably still hot as hell. If it was here in the UK, we'd be wrapped up warm in joggers, a hoodie, and possibly with a warm cup of hot chocolate or vanilla latte in oh. Greybeard's case. Oh, so everything's bigger in Texas? Apparently so. Did you know that I was born in Texas? Continue. So you class as a giant in Texas? Parts of me. <laughs> Your ears. My ears. My fingers. I'd like to point out that we have no name for the woman in this case. Yes. So I've taken it upon myself to use all my creative powers to think of one. There were countless sleepless nights, hundreds of rewrites, <laughs> screwed up paper balls filled the bin and the area around it. I'd all but given up hope. Until one morning, staring into the bottom of my whiskey glass, it came to me. Like a bolt of lightning to the ball, I had my name. Mrs. Kevin. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm also going to assume she was married, as I don't have the facts about that situation. You double swine. Oh, I can tell you've had fun writing this one already. <laughs> Mrs. Kevin woke. Unsure why, but like the need to piss in the middle of the night, Mrs. Kevin had a need to check on her six-month-old son. She gets up and shuffles her way over to the crib, which was located near the window. Eyes barely open, avoiding everything else in the room like a sixth sense. You know... When you get up in the middle of the night and you somehow make your way to the toilet with your eyes closed. Well, that's your brain operating from habit. You've done that exact movement so often your brain has mapped it out. Well, Mrs. Kevin has possibly done this so many times since the unknown named baby, who needs a name, <laughs> has been born. The process I used to name the baby was a relatively easy one. I used the first name that came to mind. Is it going to be Kevin Jr.? <laughs> so Mrs. Kevin 
got up to check on Charlie. Charlie? As she leans over, expecting to see her beautiful baby boy, Mrs. Kevin was greeted by an empty crib. Charlie was not where she left him. I'm really confused. I was really expecting some sort of... That's going to come back somehow later, isn't it? Is it? I'm suspicious. You're always suspicious. I'm very suspicious. You're always very suspicious. Of you. (laughs) That's nothing new. As you can imagine, this is any parent's worst nightmare. Let alone Mrs. Kevin's. Fear and panic take hold. But then she realises something. She doesn't actually remember going to bed that night. While gripped by fear, panic and confusion, she tried to wake her husband, but he wouldn't wake up. She tries to switch the lights on, but nothing. And then a familiar sound snapped her out of it. The sound of Charlie crying. This would also be accompanied by a bright light from the outside shining through the blinds into the room. Well, shit. We got some alien adoptions about to take place, haven't we? But now I'm suspicious that you haven't named the husband yet. And I feel like that's coming. And I don't understand what you're setting me up for with Charlie. What? Why do you think that I'm setting you up? There's obviously something I'm not seeing coming. <laughs> why? why? Because you, you started off by naming them Mrs. Kevin. It feels like there's more to come. That wouldn't be your only shot if you're taking shots. (laughs) But what if that is? Then I'll be very confused for the rest of this episode. Constantly on edge. Constantly waiting. So, like Mrs. Kevin, you'll be confused. I will be. I'd just like to say at this point that um, the lady in this story sounds really, really beautiful and trustworthy. And I feel like it's going to be aliens. Well, damn. Maybe. Go on. The baby is missing. The baby is missing. And she hasn't really done much to find the baby yet. Tried to wake up the husband, tried to put the lights on, but the lights wouldn't But she's on. not freaking out. See? She Mrs. is freaking out. Well, she is, but she's not making a scene. Mrs. Kevin's got her shit together. She's thinking logically. She's gripped by panic and fear. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to wake the husband. So, so you say that, but that's on. not what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm hearing that she has got her shit together. She's a strong, independent woman who's married. She takes charge in the house, in the relationship, in the bedroom even. She's got it all together. She's a hard-working lady. So what you're saying is the husband doesn't do anything. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, um, f- so which is the dominant one in this I'm, relationship? I'm not getting a sense. Mrs. Kevin. <laughs> I'm not getting husband. a sense of the husband as yet. <laughs> I see many husbands. <laughs> what does that say about Mrs. Kevin? If you see many husbands. That she she's a strong, independent <laughs> woman and a lot of men can't handle that. So you're saying that this husband... I'm not saying this husband can't handle it. I'm just saying lots of people can't, but I support Mrs. Kevin. You do you, lady. Another shot of light entered the room, filling it. Once her eyes had readjusted, there in his crib was baby Charlie. Relieved, Mrs. Kevin picks up her baby boy and starts rocking him to calm him down. I'd just like to add rocking, not shaking. Mrs. Kevin is also a solid parent. Once he'd settled, 
and she thought that he was safe. She took a peep outside to see where that light had come from. To her astonishment, she saw a large black triangular UFO hovering above the house. Here is a direct quote from Mrs. Kevin. No, I'm kidding, there isn't one. (laughs) She says that it was so low that if she was standing on the roof, she would have been able to touch it. She looked around to see if anyone else was awake and looking at the same incredible thing that she was, but all the lights were out. She couldn't see anyone. And this thing was silent. So it wasn't like people would have been woken up by its engines or any other noise it may have created. Silent, blasting light into their rooms. Mm-hmm. Why them? What's special about them is because Mrs. Kevin is so strong and independent. She's like the champion of the people and the triangular black UAP has targeted them. So for it hasn't that targeted reason. the husband. I'm not saying that. I said <laughs> them. I'm talking about them as a family unit at the moment until you tell me otherwise. I'd just like to also add that whenever it's a black triangular UFO, you know it's a real case. She is honourable and trustworthy. Okay. So if you'd like to take a look, I have a picture of a black triangular UFO. Yep, that is absolutely your typical black triangular UFO with a light in each corner and then a central light. She was unaware of how long she stood there staring at the craft before she slowly backed away letting the blinds fall into place (laughs) homer backing into the bush as a gif in the research notes lovely touch sir a few minutes later the bright light vanished mrs kevin the brave stayed exactly where she was in the middle of the room with baby charlie in her arms see she ain't letting go of baby charlie before she plucked up the courage or stupidity I'll let you probe us aside. Courage. To walk back over to the window and have another peek. She was protecting the baby. She's got to save her baby. Is that not putting the baby in? No, because she is strong. She's a level four in nunchucks. And a level five in nunchucks. So you're saying the husband's a level one? I'm not saying anything about the husband at this point. I'm seeing many, many possibilities. And I've not really honed down on one yet. It was a huge relief to her to look out the window and see that the craft had gone. Any parent is going to feel a bit uneasy with putting their child back down after an event like that. So Mrs. Kevin didn't. She got back into bed and put baby Charlie between her and her husband before drifting off to sleep. You're really dangling this husband in front of me, (laughs) trying to get me to bite. And it's tough. (laughs) It's difficult to resist, but I must. Resist the bite of the husband. Indeed. See, now I told you that she was strong and she could defend the child. She ain't letting that child go. Ain't nothing getting that child away. Again. I'm worried that the child disappeared for a little bit and returned with a flash of light. And things could have happened to the child that we'll never know about because it's a baby. That's quite disturbing. It's very disturbing. So why have you called the baby Charlie? It's the first name that came into my head. I did say earlier. Yeah, but you didn't convince me. You didn't say it with your eyes. (laughs) Your voice quivered. Like when you walk past like a rack of weights. 
The following day, Mrs. Kevin awoke to find Charlie in her bed, but had no idea how he got there. What? The night before was also a blur to her. You saved the day, Mrs. Kevin. It wasn't until later in the day that things started coming back to her. Okay. When it did... Is this what Mrs. Kevin did when it started coming back to her? 100%. When it did, she made a beeline straight to her son and checked him over to see if he had any marks on him. But he had nothing. No cuts, scars, bumps, bruises, triangular imprints, nothing. That's some good parenting right there. Well done, Mrs. Kevin. You're showing your strengths and values. But she didn't stop there. She thought it would make sense to check herself over too. Uh-oh. And it's here that she found something. There was a strange mark on her leg, one that hadn't been there before. And when she touched it, it felt hard. She explains that it was as if there was something there under the skin, like a BB. Ooh. She never told any of this to her husband, but she did confide in her mother about what had happened. And it wasn't for another 10 years before she would tell anyone else about what happened. And she did so via an online reporting platform. Ah, why as you stay anonymous, Mrs. Kevin? If you're wondering about the thing inside her leg, well, the mark is still there, but the lump under the skin is gone. She thinks whatever it is, is now buried deep within the muscle or gone completely. So I've got one thought and one question here, and I hope I can remember them both. The question is, why isn't she getting that checked out? Has she just posted this on a thread? Did you find this on like a Reddit thread and you've made a case out of it? And the thought is, she didn't tell her husband. Do they not have a very good relationship? Surely that's the person you'd usually confide in. Or is he intimidated by Mrs. Kevin's strong independence? It's interesting to note that... (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I don't know why she didn't confide in her husband. Mm. I do cover that okay. a bit later. Okay, I'll sit on it. Um, Just like Mrs. Kevin Yeah, did. I bet you will. And in terms of her going to get that checked out, I have no answer for. I don't know why she didn't. I mean, maybe it's because she's a strong, independent Mrs. She Kevin. She wanted to solve it herself. That's thought, understandable. She could deal with it. She didn't want no shit. None of these doctors poking and prodding. Exactly. She understood that whatever did this to her had a higher purpose and they'd marked her with the blessing. Have it was a blessing. You, have you been marked with the blessing? I am a blessing. Quick. It's interesting to note that Mrs. Kevin lives in Killeen, which is very close to Fort Hood, <laughs> which is an army post. Oh. And one of its garrisons is Operational Test Command known as U.S. Army Test and Evaluation Command, or ATEC. And here is their logo. <laughs> oh my! It is the sign of the Libra, a pair of scales with the name Army Test and Evaluation Command and the word truth emblazoned on a ribbon in front of a black rainbow road with <laughs> Libra scales. Hero. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. 
truth, Libra, truth. I see, I see how you arrived at this one. It's a strong star sign, I think you'll agree. Generally, people of that star sign are very balanced individuals, very reasonable, very lovable. Quite ironic, didn't you say? Chiseled and handsome, did you say? <laughs> Is that what you heard? Mrs. Kevin was chiseled and <laughs> handsome. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you said, but it's what I heard, yeah. Fort Hood also tickled me briefly because I had um, two forts come to mind. Excuse the pun. Hood. So Fort Hood, as in Robin Hood set up a fort, and I imagined him just standing in it by himself firing arrows down, and I don't know why that came to me. And then I thought of like a real ghetto fort. <laughs> a fort in the There's hood. A bunch of people dressed in like baggy clothes and hoodies, like being sieged. <laughs> and they're just popping gats at people. <laughs> you better ride it out, bitch. <laughs> Saints Row style. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking. I wasn't sure if you'd catch it. Um, the Robin Hood reference. Yes. Is it the uh, Disney Fox Robin Hood you pictured? No, or it wasn't the Robin the Fox. Hood Men in Tights. It wasn't Men in Tights either. It was um, Kevin Costner, Prince of Thieves. Alan Rickman is the sheriff in it. Yes. You, as yes. if you. That's like a classic film. As if you took so long to get there. It really is. That's unusual for you when it but comes to films as well. When that, you said Kevin Costner. For some mm -hmm. reason, Brian Adams came into my head. <laughs> he started like, the movie. That was exactly like, how I remember it. <laughs> it was like, Kevin Costner, Brian Adams. <laughs> Slight tangent, but I think Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves and Braveheart are two films. doesn't matter what time you come in, you turn on TV and they're on. You, you can't help it. but sit and watch them. Yep. There's just something about them. And I'm not saying they're like the best films ever made, but they're just so intense and they just captivate you. I do that with Scarface as well. Scarface is a great film. Yeah, Scarface. Uh, Scarface is one that I'll tend to, if I see it's on though, I'll be like, I'm going to watch that from the start at a later date. I won't just sit and watch it wherever I come in at. Oh, I'll sit and watch. You like to sit and watch, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you like to sit and watch Mrs. Kevin? Kevin. When I'm married? So, Army Test and Evaluation Command, or ATEC, are responsible for developmental testing. Ooh. Independent operational testing, independent evaluations, assessments, and experiments of army equipment. Ooh. Fort Hood has an aviation test directorate. You better ride it down, bitch! Essentially, what I'm getting at here, Greybeard, mm -hmm. is that it's possible these fuckers were testing something. Not only something, could it be possible that they were testing this? Oh, the Black Triangle. Do you have the name of this? Because... I think it's the TR-3B. Is that it? it might well be that, yeah. So I, um, not too long ago, we had a um, shitty comment on one of our media profiles. And I fired back, like, look up this shit, it exists. Like someone was getting frustrated that we said something was military rather than aliens. So I gave him a link to a bunch of experimental military craft. Uh. Eat my ass. <laughs> Hope you're okay, Jimmy. And yeah, that was one of them on there. So the TR-3B is an anti-gravity spy plane. It basically from the bottom looks like your typical black triangle UFO. Yep. So is this picture an actual picture taken in the sky or is it a mock-up? Because you can't really tell from that distance. It could be either. I think the circular one is actually taken. Yeah, you do see these popping up every now and then in photographs, or usually it's from further away and you can't quite tell for definite. 
we're on to you. I like how you're trying to make me think that this one is the military. You ain't getting me away from Mrs. Kevin's honesty. It's aliens. I'm doing my job and giving all aspects of the case and allowing you to come Thank you. to a conclusion on uh, Mrs. I've Kevin. came <laughs> to a conclusion. Honourable and trustworthy. So this third picture from the right angle could look like a large black triangle, could it not? Yeah, I think it could, yes. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe that. It's like a like a W, but if you were looking at it from the bottom, and certainly at night, it would look like a triangle. I cannot remember the name of it, but it was Wu-Tang? a stealth plane. Yeah, again, I've seen an image of this before. Don't know anything about it, but... I had a model of it when I was a kid. I went to RAF Bentwaters Air Show oh. as a kid, and I got a model of that. Do you like military stealth. shows? I did when I was a kid. Is it the men in suits that do it for you? No, it's the planes. Quite like all that cool shit. I joke. That's, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Should have been a pilot, but I'm not short enough. <laughs> what? I mean, I'll never be Maverick. I'm too tall. You're too tall to be Maverick? Yeah. Maverick's like eight foot, son. <laughs> <laughs> You're my boy, Goose! In 2008, the top employers in Killeen were Fort Hood, with 58,187 employees. For real! Second was Killeen Independent School District, with 6,000. Damn. That's a huge difference. That's what I was doubting about. What if Mrs. Kevin's husband worked at Fort Hood and his buddies thought they'd fuck with him while they were out testing but it backfired he can't come out and credibly say that his wife saw an alien spaceship whilst he works for the government and he also can't come out and tell her she was wrong and that it was an anti-gravity spy plane caught between a rock and a hard place so he keeps quiet touche we hear nothing from him at all. There's no corroboration from him about the mark on her leg. And she allegedly, truthfully, only told her mother. Why not him? Would he not believe her? Or would it put his job at risk? I feel like if I knew his name, that would help me to make a better judgment. What name would you give him? Well, I feel like it would be me... So his name's Kevin. No, no that's so not you what I'm would saying. be the husband, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying that if I gave the name, it would be me shaping the story, where I'd rather hear the facts and then come to a fair conclusion. Well, about how this is absolutely real and Mrs. Kevin is a hero. Maybe if you hold on there, you'll find the name of uh, the husband. I can hold on. Maybe for one more day. That's some kind of yeah. I'm going to call bullshit on that being a practical joke because. With these experimental craft, we're talking a lot of money to operate them and they are tracked everywhere they go, obviously. There's no way, like, the boss, 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 Kev. the big boss, is signing off on that. Kev. Yep. We took one of them out. <laughs> what are we doing? Honestly. I'm going straight to yours. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, who would we target? What about Dave? I'd find out what... It's, it's, got, it's got to be Jay, innit? Mm. Oh, I was thinking of some listeners. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Get Dave to experience some real things in that caravan. Or Big Nick. I reckon he'd enjoy it, though, so. Yeah, you'd love it. I don't think he'd get scared. I mean, would we want to scare them, though? That's the thing. 
Some people like that, though, don't they? How about you, Steph? What would you do if we rocked up? Well, to be fair, you wouldn't even know if it was us that rocked up in a UFO. What would you do if you saw a <laughs> UFO outside your window? She would tag Asha in a photo of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'd say, what would Sugar do? She would tag us. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us to investigate it, yeah. Your wish is our command. So Mrs. Kevin acknowledges that she is used to aircraft that fly from Fort Hood and is adamant that it was not from there. She says that this experience is one of many she's had. Not that she's had a lot. But we unfortunately get no elaboration on any other experiences. Ah, shit. You haven't really given me too much to go on here, have you? I've given you plenty. Yeah, but you haven't given me a husband's name. So to summarise... We have Mrs. Kevin, mm-hmm. who is compelled to check on her son in the middle of the night. Oh, you're compelled, are you? Mm. As she does, she realises he's not there. She panics, tries to wake her husband and turn on the lights, but to no avail. A bright light from outside enters the room and her son Charlie can be heard crying. She goes back to the crib to find him there. She picks him up and comforts him before another flash of light blinds her. She checks outside to see a large black triangular UFO outside above her house. She checks to see if anyone else sees it, then backs away from the window. The light outside goes, and after a while, she checks again to find that the craft has gone. She puts Charlie in her bed between herself and her husband, called, and drifts off to sleep. When she wakes up, she can't remember anything but throughout the day it starts coming back to her she panics and rushes to check on charlie to see if he has any marks on him but he doesn't she however does a mark on her leg which when she touched it felt like there was a bb or something under it she doesn't tell any of this to anyone other than her mother and then 10 years later she reports it on an online platform Mrs. Kevin explains that this is just one of the experiences she's had, but never expounds upon any of the other experiences. Greybeard. Do you agree with Mrs. Kevin that this is aliens? Or are you calling Mrs. Kevin a liar? I don't like the way you phrased that. Uh, Have you got a name for the husband? No. You're a dick. Hmm. So she's had many experiences. I thought you were going to say she's had many husbands. That, unfortunately, does make me a little bit suspicious. Why is she having so many experiences? Is she being targeted by the military folk? Or is she quite open to that kind of thing? And so she's perceiving things as experiences. Or is she indeed having experiences for some reason there's something about her she's so honorable and trustworthy a real upstanding citizen like i mean she's just such a good person that the extraterrestrial individuals are drawn to mrs kevin that sounds feasible am i saying that it's aliens are you calling mrs kevin a liar got me over a barrel here and i don't (laughs) like it i'm not calling mrs kevin a liar 
So you're saying this is aliens? I'm not saying that it was aliens. So she's a liar? No. It's aliens? I, I believe that Mrs. Kevin believes everything that she has said. However, she's lived a very difficult life and is led to perceive things in a different way as to reality, unfortunately. So through no fault of her own, she is misperceiving these events. So I'm not saying that it was aliens, but Mrs. Kevin is an honourable, wonderful, lovely, beautiful individual of high importance, an upstanding member of the local community. Mrs. Kevin does voluntary work. She supports people less well off than herself. She's a wonder of modern humanity. She's going to get a knighthood. Yes, a knighthood, not a damehood. She's going to get one of those too. She's going to get them both. So. So. I have had fun with this episode. Yeah, you have. I quite like it when I don't have a name for someone. You do, yeah. And so, go, on. go on. I was just going to say, the difference is you'll find ones without a name and stick names in there, whereas I go out of my way to search ones involving names. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I'd go out of my way to find them without names. I just stumbled upon this, upon mm. this one. Mrs. Kevin fell into my lap. Where did it, it even come from? What was the online source? Was it Reddit? Sounds like a Reddit case. No, it wasn't. Uh, I've got it in the show notes. That doesn't matter. Stuff. I was just curious as to what the platform was. Like, if this was on Twitter, I would love to follow this person and just see how it develops over time. I think this was our new FO case files. Um, so, yes, I've had a lot of fun with this episode. And... I actually felt for Mrs. Kevin. Romantically? No. Can't blame you. Uh, no. Until, whoa, whoa, whoa. Get in touch with your feelings. Until I started to break down what was actually happening. Mm -hmm. And if your child is missing, you don't all of a sudden think, oh, I don't remember going to bed. She like, had a psychological break. She was traumatised. That's not a thing that comes into your mind. Well, it might be if you're traumatised. Um... Then there was also your son disappeared and then appeared again with a bright light. Why are you checking yourself? Like, yes, you checked him. You'd be fine. Well, she made sure the son was okay first. We also hear nothing. Yeah, she made sure the son was but like that. Then that's checked herself. Brilliant. She needs to be okay to care for the son. That's good parenting. I mean, she didn't check on her husband. We have no cooperation. He checked from on him. himself. Um. I mean, the fact that he didn't wake up from his slumber, he could have been in some kind of trance-like thing. She didn't tell him, didn't warn him, nothing. Well, she was taking care of the son. Priorities. I mean, she, one of many experiences that she's had, yet we hear of no more. I mean, that's just kind of well, leaving cookie crumbs on the floor. That's and kind we of... all know a Kevin likes cookies. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Cookie! Nom, 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 nom. For me... Oh, go for a latte. I am not saying that this is aliens, and I am also not saying that Mrs. Kevin is a liar. Ha! <laughs> I'm just calling bullshit. Huh? Yeah, she's a liar. You... I think this is totally made up and don't think that she experienced these things. I mean, why would you wait ten years... And why would you put it on an online platform? Because you don't want the negative stigmatism the that only, people like you apply to the them. The only person you tell is your mother, not your husband, 
Not your best friend. Maybe she's protecting the husband. Nothing else. Maybe so, he's got an important job in the community. For me. <laughs> Why'd you go scouse? I don't know. <laughs> it keeps happening lately. These strange voices come out of me. So for me, this is not aliens. Thank you for joining us for this week's probe. You can find us on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. We're on Facebook at But It Was Aliens. Our Facebook group is Extraterrestrial Towers. Come and join the community and send us some memes. Please, we like the memes. We are also on Twitter at But It Was Aliens. And you can find us on Patreon at But It Was Aliens, yeah. where we have bonus episodes in which we investigate things outside of the extraterrestrial. Spookies. I've been Moonwalker, he's been Greybeard, and this is But It Was Aliens. There's a rumour that if you look in the mirror and say Kevin the Grey five times, he will appear and moon you at some point before you die. Me? It's also said, this is the last thing you will see before you die. Oh, the sun does the shine on my butt. is up there. Hash tag pro No don't moon me